squishied it. Hello, squishies. Hello, squishies. Welcome to another special edition of the Squishcast. We are at EGX day two, and we've been playing some more games that we think you might be interested in. Some of them might be interesting. Some to... of them. So the first game that we played was uh, Wolong Fallen Dynasty, which was a exciting in that we got to finally sit on our tiny seats yes, in a queue for the a, first time. Had about an hour's long queue to get to the front. I would say um, well, Wolong is uh, essentially a Soulsborne kind of a game, which meant that I was briefly very good at it, and then for a much longer period, very bad at it, and failed to beat the demo boss because I was bad at the game. Uh, so it's a third-person action-adventure thing, hack-and-slashy, not a lot of healthy, terrible yes. enemies, die quickly. It's very pretty. Very pretty. It, it does control really well. Mm. Um, it is very difficult. Controls mm. better than something like Dark Souls, but it's so difficult that I... Like, the beginning was okay, mm. and then again, like you said, the boss was just like... I died immediately. I don't understand. Oh, I did really well. The first time I got him down to about half health, the nice. first time I, I faced him. And then... The more stressed you get, the worse it is. Then couldn't get a hit in any other time after nice. that. Nice, so. yeah. Well, so that's that. I mean, it's... It was nice to play, but I'm not sure it's something I would actually buy. But if you're a fan of those um, kind of hack and slashy, dark Soulsy, yeah, yeah, kind of games, then uh, definitely get it, give it a licky look and because you may like it. Yeah, I suppose you played as a man in it. I actually spoke to the nice gentleman uh, that showed me to my seat, and he said the timer for your play starts as soon like in the character select so oh. I wouldn't bother too much about the character oh I had great fun making my making my character giving her, giving her a nice haircut nice nice yeah but the timer has started and I was like if I like this game I want to be able to play for as long as possible so I just went straight into the game fair well, there is character customization if you do end up playing it next we played well we played two games at the same time yeah I was playing a game called Togs the long pauses because I don't really know how to describe you play as some sort of Roomba you know the floor cleaning robot yeah, yeah. and then you can make cubes and then you have to combine joint you can only do certain things if all the cubes <laughs> combine into a into a trail it's pretty it's really nice looking and about two minutes into it I was like what am I doing with my life? I'm so sorry. Um, from from how it seemed that other people were playing is that you need to use the cubes at some point to be able to get up to places and down and all of this stuff and you can change the colour of your cube depending on what kind of terrain you're supposed to go across. Yeah. Um, so that's, I think, maybe the premise of the game. It's a little bit puzzly. Probably needs a bit more explanation than how maybe we ju you jumped into it. Yeah, I think that was the thing. C considering a bunch of the demos that we have played, this one, I didn't feel like I played the demo and it made me understand why I needed to play the actual game. Or buy the game. Yeah, because a lot of the games, like we talked with about Vern yesterday, I got to the end of that demo, having loved playing it, and was like, I need to buy this game because I want to see what happens. Whereas this, I was like, I don't even know why I'm playing this. What, yeah. why, what's going on? Well, anything. 
Um, yes. I, I, yes. I think I think I've covered everything about that yeah, game. Yeah, I'm sure we'll post some trailers and whatnot in our Discord. Check it out for yourself. It's probably a better explanation than than what we've just tried to do. <laughs> and um, at the same time as Andrew was playing this, I was playing something called Tinker Town, which is not my sort of game. But I'd imagine if you are someone who likes, you know, like hacking pieces of wood and then building stuff out of it, you'd enjoy this. So it looks a little bit like the old Pokemon. Or like the Roblox version of Pokemon. So you're kind of uh, walking around on this map. And you can gather materials. You can speak to people and get quests, I guess. And then I very much gave up because I could not kill the very first enemy that I found. So it was too hard and I gave up after maybe like, I don't know, a few minutes. Classic demos. Classic demos. It was too difficult. Not my sort of game. And yeah. That's all I have to say about that. Shall we go on to something that was our thing, though? Yes, please. We had a little bit of a VR thing, and the first game we played in VR was called uh, Squingle. Squingle was great. So, first of all, you are in the... I think, is it... What's the VR called? Uh, we played it on the Oculus. We on the, it... we weren't, uh, both of these were played on the Oculus Quest. Yeah, which does not require, obviously, a camera like the PSVR does, and... So we had quite a lot of freedom of movement. We were just standing somewhere. The controllers felt great in my hand. Everything was really light. So you can play this game in virtual reality or you can actually play it as an AR where you know you actually see the world around you and the puzzle kind of is in the world, which I think is very interesting. Uh, and I definitely want to try that as well. I would, so I would describe the puzzle element of this game. Did you ever play one of those buzzer, metal buzzer things and you had the hoop and you had to get the hoop Yes, from one I end did. to the other and you couldn't touch the yep. edge because it would buzz and you'd have to start again. I would say it's a bit like that. So you have to grab uh, an orb inside a kind of tube, a VR tube, and it's, then you just have to yeah. drag it up and down around this tube to get it to the to the end. And like puzzle games, as you go along each level, there's more and more different... Yeah, different things. Di- yeah, variations. You can also uh, pick up these green kind of balls along the way I and it you makes you... Yeah, so... You don't have to pick up all of them, but you get more points if you do. And uh, yeah, it's it's like the world is beautiful and it's also a little bit like, a little bit zen, a little bit of mindfulness into it. There was, uh, I was speaking to one of the ladies that worked on the stand and she was talking about this idea of like, like birth and life in the game. And I definitely felt that whilst I was in it, but really so beautiful, so much fun. I really, really enjoyed that and something I would absolutely play should I have the opportunity to again uh, whether I buy that Oculus or whether it comes to a platform maybe on PlayStation yeah uh, d- devs are hopeful that it may come, may come to PlayStation so we will keep an eye out for that yeah fingers and toes crossed definitely be playing that yeah we really liked uh, Swingle indeed um, and Ben who uh, the dev of Swingle pointed in us in the direction of another VR game as we were talking to him after that and so then the next game we went to play is a game called Colour Connect and Color Connect is a, it's another puzzle game. So you again, you're inside, you inside the Oculus, it's a beautiful world, different settings. And the puzzles are kind of a bunch of lines and they kind of get more and more difficult as you go along the levels. And you essentially have these points with different colors. So say you have like on one, one end you have a red and the other side you have a blue and you have to get the colors through all of the points uh, and they can't cross over. 
So that is the puzzle. Really good, really addictive in a way, but also again, very, very zen and very just like, yeah, just really cool to play. Also just really incredible, amazing devs who were there chatting to us and... Yeah, they, um, they were saying that it was the first time that they've got to see people playing their game. I think either EGX or maybe they were at uh, Gamescom recently, but they, it's only very recently they've seen anyone else other than the internal devs playing their game and they've been really enjoying it. Yeah, we again, puzzle game, we loved it. I am really hopeful for VR2, PSVR2, because they've got very similar controls. And then what I really liked playing Color Connect is that I was able to grab the puzzle and move it into a position where I could see it better for me sitting down without having to move around the puzzle both, both of those uh, both of those puzzles in, in the Oculus you could do that okay. with because in the first one I also moved it up and down so I could see what the best angle was to pull the thing across and then in the second one you could twist it so you see like or you could see more of the points or from a different angle yeah. so you can essentially play how it suits you you could look up on it you could look down on it you could look straight ahead you can twist it it's really just really really cool and it felt nice because there's a there's a sort of button uh, on the oculus controller by your thumb so it almost felt like you were pinching it with your thumb and your fingers yeah. and sort of pulling it or moving it around which just uh, felt good it was yeah the puzzles were good i ended up stopping because i could have carried on absolutely just playing that because i did the entire the, the first level was three levels of eight i think puzzles i yeah. did all of those and I was like, I need to stop because I will just carry on with this Yeah, game. I did all of that. And I think I, did, I must have done like three more levels. And I, I heard Andrew go, oh, I should stop. Otherwise, I'll never stop. And I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, I should probably, I should probably also stop. But what that does tell you is that you need to play it. Uh, keep an eye out for it. If you have the opportunity, really, really highly recommend. Not only because the games were incredible, but also because the devs were so incredibly nice. And they cared so much about the experience that the pe- people were having playing their games and that's really really cool and really important because that means they always put the player experience at the forefront of what they do uh, which we really appreciate yes and then you got to play a game that i saw a trailer for recently and immediately went buying that but you got to play it because there was only two demos of it at the event and somebody else was on the other one do you want to tell us what you played Yes, this has been, I think, a highlight of my day as well. Actually playing a game. The game is called Gory, Cuddly Carnage, which really should tell you everything that you need to know because it is Cuddly Carnage. You play as a cat on a skateboard, a talking skateboard, might I add, and you have unicorns in the game. I will not share what they do, but I played in the demo and kind of really sets the scene all of the characters are incredibly funny you were giggling i was so much. giggling and at one point there's some enemies that appear and the cat kind of just just goes Meow! and sticks its middle finger up mm-hmm. to these enemies and i just i just howled because it was so great it was so beautiful kind of neony thing and that you go on this uh, you go around the map really fast on your skateboard and you can jump on kind of these like rainbow rails and it's just like i cannot tell you like skateboarding around this space in a way that is really satisfying and killing enemies and they kind of uh, do a really good job at the demo of trickling in the information for you to be able to get your power up so it really helps you get to the end by the time you get to the kind of boss fight of the demo i was just having a really great time and i was so sad it was over if you've not seen the the trailer and you want an idea of what it could be like hopefully you've played these three games to me it felt like ratchet and clank yep mixed with jet set radio future 
and lollipop chainsaw. Okay. All right. Well, that's a mix. So yeah, that's honestly highly recommend. A lot of fun. Very good controls. Very beautiful. Funny. Looks great. Like just everything about it was just insanely great. I had a great time, and I cannot wait yeah, until yeah. a time where I can play it. We we're chatting to one of the guys from the publishing team. He was on marketing for the publishers. Yeah. Really nice. Um, yeah, it's. Yeah, we got uh, to talk about cats with him as well because yeah. he's he's got a little kitty as well, yeah. um, and he's a real big fan of having animals in games. And you can just see he just loved yeah. creating this, and he, you know he was yeah they were very passionate about it. Very passionate, very cool. You know, really took the time to speak to us and just yeah, really great. Speaking of passionate developers, we uh, didn't stop to play because uh, it's a game I've played to completion before but we stopped by the Disco Elysium booth uh, mostly because uh, Viv was uh, attracted by the outfits that were on sale they're selling replica outfits from the game really good quality very expensive yes but like it does feel incredible yeah. however I'm not sure how I feel about spending £350 on a jacket but the jacket was insanely good yeah and then we just uh, stopped and had a chat and uh, one of the uh, art directors from the game was there and we were chatting to him and I was just saying how much uh, I'd enjoyed playing the game even though and I've said this before the game makes me feel like an idiot because uh, it's philosophy stuff and politics is quite uh, intelligent and more intelligent than I am I felt kind of stupid playing it but that never hindered me enjoying playing the game and I was just telling much I love them and it was just very nice and, and they seemed very passionate very passionate and really grateful that Andrew had taken the time to come and tell them how much they loved it they really um, took that energy and actually thanked Andrew back for telling them for being a fan because obviously they you know they, they make the games because people like Andrew will play them well speaking and of fans what did you do? I, I did nothing I mean I did not uh, enjoy speaking to them so much that I did not go onto the game collection and use my points to not buy a copy of the PS4 Disco Elysium with a discount because of my points uh, to uh, get into it to my house in maybe like three days or so. I did not do that, no. So moving on from that lie, we also played a game called Wildmender, which I'm going to say it looks like something like Rhyme, graphically, but is one of those survival games where you've got to dig up resources and then craft things on a table. And my patience for it grew thin very quickly. Ditto. I mean, I built my table inside the tree and then I built my hut at an angle on the side of the tree and giggled at how clever I was and then went to sleep and the game was like, hey, do more things. And I went, no, I don't think so, game. Uh, if you like survival crafting things, it's probably right up your thing. It's going to have a, a co-op mode when it launches but um, it is like it is really beautiful yeah. it does play very nicely uh, again this is one of those where the game is good it is just not our sort of game uh, I think we've mentioned it before about those things we just don't play those things but uh, I know that some people that uh, are friends and people that are listening are a fan of those so definitely check it out it's called Wild Mender. and finally the final final thing that we finally played today we hung out a little bit in a queue and then we got to play Splatoon 3 yeah we did you're a kid now you're a squid
squid now. Yeah, you are. And what we learned is that we're not very good <laughs> at Splatoon. Not at all. Uh, we at lost all. twice. Not even like, it's not like we lost and it was a close call. It it's was like 80-20. 80-20, yeah. So the premise of the game is that so you're in teams of four and, or I think you can also play in teams of eight. And it, your, your team has a color, you pick a weapon and a character, and then you have to go around this map and you have to fire your weapon or you know use a brush and you have to paint as much of the map as possible with your team's color. And then, you know, in the end, whoever has the highest percentage of kind of like color in the map wins. So you can kill as many people as you want, but it does not affect your final score because it is based on how much paint is on the map and turns out we're very very bad i died hundreds of times i think during that five minute thing that we did <laughs> but i did really enjoy it uh, i don't think i'm very good at it i'm not sure i would spend money on it yet but you need a switch i would need a switch as that's a lot of money that i would not be willing to spend however it does feel like a very good kind of uh playing with friends game or even playing with family game and so if you are someone who likes that sort of thing it's, it is very cute very easy to maneuver once you know all the controls and really fun. I would say if you already like Splatoon and you're going to buy Splatoon 3 and you feel like you're moderately good at Splatoon but you want to feel really good at Splatoon, get us to come and play Splatoon with you and you will feel like the Splatoon boss. Yeah. Splatoon king. King yeah. Splatoon you <laughs> shall be. King, queen, lord, mistress, Splatoon. I dub thee. <laughs> Anyway, that's the end of day two. Yeah, thank, thank you so much. Come back tomorrow where we'll recap everything we've Play done more things. and won't have bought anything. Not at all. They have no plans to buy anything. Nope. Not at all. Nope. Okay, bye. Bye, squishies. Squishied it. <laughs>